Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Passionate about standing up for all Canadians. The Roy Green Show continues. I don't know what it is today, but uh, what was this this weekend? Did we miss somebody yesterday, too? Somebody wasn't around yesterday? I can't remember whether it was yesterday or last weekend. We were trying to call a guest and weren't able to connect. Unfortunately, that happens periodically, not very often. Uh, 99.9% of interviews that we do on this program are live. And uh, I'd have to say 99.8% of them are there. Sometimes things happen in people's days and lives that make it impossible for them to get to a phone. And so we just uh, carry on. We move forward. We were expecting to speak with Vivian Kraus at Fair Questions, is her Twitter handle, at Fair Questions, about pipelines and uh, the controversy over pipelines in this country and the amount of funding that's coming from the United States to anti-pipeline organizations, and Vivian is by some people seen to be, uh, well, they don't like her, and other people like her a great deal. So uh, we had arranged to speak with her about where the money's coming from, who it's being delivered to, and uh, matters of that kind, because very important. The anti-pipeline movement isn't just funded by itself. And there are organizations in the United States who have a vested interest in harming the Canadian economy. And they're doing that. So we'll keep on. You don't need to call anymore. I sent an email, and you've tried 642 times. So I hope she's okay. Um, So what we'll do instead, and I was planning to do this for the last half hour of the show, but we'll extend it, obviously. Because it is very interesting and it's important and we've had so many um, visceral issues that we've talked about that I, I want to do that. I want to talk to you about Trudeau in India, gun ownership. Yesterday we spoke with two women who are members of the NRA. And one of them, Holly, carries a, a gun. Now, they didn't tell us why. And one of the, they're both mothers, and one of them, her daughter's too young to know, but it's personal, and so she carries a firearm. And uh, I asked the question whether people who own firearms and want to own firearms, are those people social misfits? And that got a lot of activity, so we can talk about that. It's 800-263-2428, 1-800-263-2428 is the number to call. You can talk about the pipelines, too. We, of course, we had Alberta and uh, British Columbia with the 
brawl that now has, well, the, the 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 bell has rung or the gong has gonged, and they're back on their stools and they're waiting for the court to make a decision. And then if the court isn't satisfactory to somebody, and probably won't be, they'll be back maybe punching it out, metaphorically. So we can talk about pipelines. My whole point has always been that we have natural resources that the world requires. We have an economy that <laughs> that that needs fuel, and the fuel is money. So why don't we take what we have? This is fundamental trading, fundamental um, capitalism or sensible behavior. We have the natural resources. Much of the rest of the world needs it, wants it. So why don't we just take the natural resources that we have and make it available to the rest of the world, and that's gas and oil. And I know the uh, some people who are on the environmental side of things get insane when I say that. But just sell it because then we can actually help people in this country who require help, who need the social programs, who need the health care. We can talk about that, if you choose. Um, Patrick Brown. It's time to talk about Mr. Brown, who seems to be playing the race card. And I read you a tweet from Mr. Brown. It's here somewhere in this pile of paper. I'll find it. In uh, which he says that the Progressive Conservative Party of Ontario is going to, I'm paraphrasing here, is going to uh, deal with haters. And I always ask, like I said in the last hour, who are the haters? Don't stop halfway through with the accusation. If you're going to make an accusation, who are you, who are you complaining about? So we have that for you. And I spoke earlier today with... Um, well, the former premier of British Columbia, Ujjal Dosange, the 33rd premier. Sounds like a lot, isn't it? Is that really 30? I think he's 33rd premier. Uh, of British Columbia, born and raised in India, immigrant to this country, did extremely well. Became the health minister for Canada. And he and I had a very contentious um, encounter over health care. He's never held it against me. He's always been willing to come on the program. You never take it personally. I have a lot of respect for Ujjal Dessange. And I spoke to him about this whole issue of politicians and playing the, the hate card, the race card, because he's objected to that. And I'm going to play for you just about a minute and a bit of the conversation earlier today with Ujjal Dessange about politicians and political parties the play the race card. What are your thoughts on, on on the politicians playing the race card? Well, I think that that I think you know sometimes when you raise legitimate questions as Canadians about security, about those kinds of issues, um, people are quick to um, uh, try and take you down by saying that somehow you're being racist. And and I think one of the one of the problems in Canada that, that we are contending with, as the rest of the world is contending with, is um, is the sort of 
as my friend Tarek Fatta calls, the sinkhole of identity politics. And we've had uh, that identity politics um, fairly um, prevalent in Canada. And, uh, and you know, the corollary of that is that, that politicians who are mindful of that identity politics and want to play into it uh, uh, are quick to accuse others of um, somehow being racist, even when you raise legitimate questions about security. When when I raised that question about the security, I was actually responding to a, um, there was a petition going in the interior of British Columbia vis-a-vis uh, -vis Syrian immigrants saying, not in my backyard. And I was saying, that's the wrong attitude. We should urge the government instead to do very strong security checks and allow uh, people who can pass those security checks into the country because we are a compassionate country. Um, and I was offended when um, uh, Premier Wynne at that time had basically said, let's not, uh, let's not be racist in the name of um, security checks. Uh, that's what she implied. I've forgotten the exact words that she had used. So there's a bit of the conversation with Ujjal uh, Assange from earlier today. And Kathleen Wynne did say, in the company of Philip Cuillard, the premier of Quebec, when Canadians were questioning whether or not the vetting of Syrian refugees was secure enough, Wynne and Cuillard suggested that was just sort of the racist poking out of the Canadian population, clearly saying that it's Caucasians, white people, who are racist, but they haven't got the guts to say to finish what they... Uh, what they start, and I'm going to call them out on it. So if you're going to come on this show, if you're a politician, and you're going to talk about eliminating hate and, and, uh, and racists, I'm going to call you on it. You will finish the sentence. So think about whether you want to come on the show. I don't want to have a, have a conversation with you because that's an insult to my listeners. We're all, we all get together here on this program so we can get some information, not half uh, not a half a cup full that's going to serve only you and your interests. So when it comes to politicians, of course, there was Mr. Trudeau, and the, uh, the, the conversation over the last several days has been all about his trip to uh, India. And uh, Shivam Vij is a well-known Indian journalist who joined me yesterday after he wrote a column for the Washington Post, which was about why the Indian government was nasty to Canada, to the Canadian government. And uh, we asked him a number of questions. And let me play this one for you first. And this is the one that has to do with my asking him about going to India. And he talked about whether the Indian government wanted Justin Trudeau in India at all. Have a listen. Thereafter, most details came out, Roy, that the Indian government actually was not very keen on Trudeau visiting at all. Uh, and not certainly not for eight days, certainly not going around India like this. But it was the Canadian government which insisted on such a long, elaborate trip. All right, so there's uh, Shivam Vej and, um, yeah, the, uh, on, on whether they wanted Trudeau there or not. I'm sorry, all sorts of things are happening here at the same time. And I spoke as well with, mentioned earlier, with two women in the U.S. who are members of the NRA. And this after the horrible, horrible school shooting in Florida. 
And uh, they're both mothers, and one of them, her name is Holly, and she carries a concealed weapon, a concealed gun. We talked about that. Listen. Now, Holly, I, you carry a, f- a concealed firearm. You have a permit to do so, correct? Yes. Um, I don't want you to tell us anything that is difficult for you to talk about, but is, is the, uh, am I correct in assuming there's a personal reason for doing this? Yes, there absolutely is. And how much more confident does it make you feel that you are that you have a firearm and that you can protect yourself and protect your life, perhaps protect others around you? How much more confident does it make you to go out when you go out in the morning that you have this firearm with you? I, I think there's no question. I, um, you know, I'm a single parent. Um, I have a four-year-old daughter, and I have no doubt that being in possession of my firearm has um, avoided a situation in the past. And I think that we've seen it. Um, Megan and I both know young women that are survivors, who you know women who have been victims. Um, and whether or not they've had a firearm on them um, has has been a deciding factor in, in how that turned out. All right. So then CNN had a conversation. Uh, Jake Tapper had a conversation with Scott Israel, who's the sheriff of Broward County, where the school is located. And I want you to have a listen to a little bit of that. Florida State Representative Bill Hager from Boca sent a letter to the governor of Florida, Rick Scott, yesterday asking him to remove you for negligence of duty and incompetence. Here's what he wrote, quote, an investigation of Sheriff, by Sheriff Israel into the unfathomable inaction of these deputies will do nothing to bring back the 17 victims. The sheriff was fully aware of the threat this individual presented to his community and, con- and chose to ignore it. What's your response and will you resign? It was a shame. No, of course, I won't resign. It was a shameful letter. It was politically motivated. I never met that man. He doesn't know anything about me. And the letter was full of mis, uh, misinformation. I wrote a letter back to the governor. Uh, I talked about all the mistakes that Hager made in his letter. It, it, it was a shameful, politically motivated letter that had no facts. Uh, and uh, of course, I won't resign. So they have to fight over the uh, the bodies of kids, huh? 800-263-2428 is the number, 1-800-263-2428. We'll talk about these issues that we've covered over the last two days. Mr. Trudeau in, uh, in India, want to add some thoughts to that? Or are you exhausted on the issue of our prime minister prancing around India? There's real concerns about some of the things that went on. And you may wish to speak to those. The issue of uh, owning firearms. You had a mother say that she owns a gun and she carries it. It provides her with protection, safety. Now, I asked yesterday whether people who have firearms just don't have a social conscience. 800-263-2428. You know that I support people, law-abiding people, having the right to have a firearm. Pipelines, good or bad, yay or nay, Alberta versus B.C., you name it. Boy, we've talked about a lot of things, and we'll talk about them some more. You call, you name the subject, 800-263-2428. We'll get to the calls as soon as we come back.